Hello, listeners, and welcome back to I'll Add It to My List. It's good to be back. It's been a little while, and um, we are at it again. So I am Michael Claudius Macbeth, and with me, sort of with me, but also kind of halfway across the country, is our co-hosts, and they are out in the Big Apple. It is a Big Apple. It's a Big Apple. It's the big epicenter apple yeah, of we're, the uh, global pandemic. <laughs> we're live in New York, and it's not Saturday night. It's not Saturday night. Um, it, it is a Wednesday night. It is a <laughs> Wednesday night global pandemic live. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, New York is cool. Except 17. for right now when we're in quarantine, we can't do the cool Ooh. shit. Okay, so I'm Josh. Hi. Hi, Josh. You know me from last time. Yeah. Yes. So please listen to our previous episodes where it's just the two of us. But let's have a big introduction for our third person. It's Kelsey. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Kelsey. Hey. I'm Josh's landlord. Kind of. (laughs) (laughs) Not really. Kind of. Not really. Ish. Anyways, um, so Kelsey's joining us today. Um, She knows us from the the before times, uh, Mm -hmm. before quarantine, before... Adulthood. Before adulthood, Before, really. like, being a real person when um, we were still just, like, little and it's really great bits that of humans. You're here because I hear that there's a movie that you haven't <laughs> seen oh, yeah, that man. I feel like you should definitely add to your list. It's a big one, too. Uh, it's kind of a big deal. Okay, so I'm actually really bad at movies. Mm-hmm. I was weird. So I'm, I am a little bit of an anxious, scaredy cat. So there are certain movies that – and, like, even TV shows and stuff that when I was younger – um, my parents were really, really strict about not letting me see. Um, and so one of them, I think I was just below the age bracket that, like, we were going to see it. Um, but it was, like, on my radar when it was happening um, is The Sixth Sense. You've never seen The Sixth what? Sense? Oh, my God. <laughs> we were totally going to do a different movie, but yeah. now uh-huh. we have to talk about this. Change course. Okay. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Sorry. I've, you know. You've never seen The Sixth Sense? There are a lot of movies I've never seen, and one of them is definitely The Sixth Sense. Wow. Yeah. We should really talk about that. So our <laughs> today's movie that we're going to be talking about is The Sixth Sense, mm-hmm. starring young Haley Joel Osment and Bruce Willis. I will I will admit that I that was very – this movie was very much on my radar because I had a huge crush on him when I was – Bruce Willis? No. I mean – no, no, not when I was like twelve. Oh, <laughs> um, Haley, <laughs> I had a huge crush on him. Yeah, on Haley Jelasma when I was when I was younger. He was like the dream boy. What's funny dream is he looks boy. exactly the same now as he did yeah, in nineteen ninety nine. Just wider, just a little wider. But we love you, Joel. <laughs> Haley, we are not Joel. shaming. Call yeah. him Joel. What's he? What's he? He There's hates something me. Else he's in. Jeez, Michael, I don't, I don't. Why do you think she should see the Sixth Sense? Wow. Uh, so many reasons. I mean, you know, where where to even begin on how awesome this film is. It's a good thing I wrote them all down earlier uh, today. Yeah. So, Kelsey, let's, let's talk about this movie. Now, this is a movie that's pretty famous. You've heard of it. We've mm-hmm. all heard of it. Um, you know, it, the interesting thing is, is that it didn't win any major awards. It was really? nominated for a lot of them. So, yeah, it got an Oscar nom for Best Picture. Um, 
Oscar nom for best supporting role for Kelsey's boyfriend, Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> yeah, um, that's crazy. I mean, I I could have sworn that it had won something, but I guess nothing major. Um, so, but as we really believe on this particular podcast and as a group is that uh, the awards don't necessarily say everything. You it know, it's a classic sh- movie that we all know. So. While it's not an award winner, it's definitely worth watching. Yeah. Is what I was going to end with. Sorry, tangent. So it did win awards. Not the huge awards, but people liked it. Yeah, yeah. So you should see it for that, Kelsey. Absolutely, absolutely. But uh, we got some more reasons coming at you here. You know, The real moniker of success, I think, is how much money a movie makes, right? That's yeah, what you would, be one. would say. Sure, sure. Yeah. From like ticket sales and, and money talks. Yeah. So – uh, if you're wondering if this was a hit or not, or a, or a bust, it mm-hmm. was a very big hit. The original budget was $40 million, and the opening weekend, it made $27 million. And then uh, in the U.S. and Canada alone, $294 million. Oh, shit. Yeah. Worldwide, it was $673 million. Wow. On a $40 million budget. So so people liked it. Yeah. yeah. And on it, that note, it... It, it made its money. It did. And Rotten Tomatoes gave it an 81%. It is certified fresh. Right on. Um, yeah. So it's interesting that we're watching this now, that we're reviewing this now. Because, I mean, I I watched it, gosh, like um, probably late 2000s. I don't know. Um, for the first time. And still uh, managed to not have things spoiled for me. So that was nice. Um, I actually got to experience the twist ending on my own. But there was there was a code, I remember, for The Sixth Sense. You didn't talk about it. It was like the first time I've ever mm-hmm. been aware of spoilers. Huh. Pre-social media. Like, as a concept. It's like, oh, don't talk about it. Because the twist, there's a twist, Kelsey. Let's talk. I know you. Okay. There's a twist in this movie. <laughs> what? I'm sure you've never heard what it is after 20 years. Uh, <laughs> there might be spoilers in this intro. Usually we wait for the spoilers, but there might be in this. People listening at home. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just go ahead and say that now that there are spoilers are coming. And it the movie came out quite a while ago. So um, if you haven't seen it and if you don't know the big twist ending, then I would recommend you go ahead and stop listening now. Come back to it after you've had a chance to watch the film because it's a good one. It's worth watching. We're going to continue talking about why it's worth watching, too. So what haven't we discussed? We talked about the box office success of it all. We talked about how it didn't win any major awards. Um and let's see, Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, so we could talk about the critics then. The critics liked it, though. There, th- there's a good quote here that I found that says from Common Sense Media, who gave it four out of five. This is one of the rarest of movie treats, a thinking person's thriller that is genuinely haunting. You're lucky if you see a movie that you are still thinking about hours later. Nice. Mm. And it's one of, it is one of those movies. I think it was the first movie I ever saw that I was like, whoa. 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 Like The Matrix, which was two <laughs> years before that also made me go, whoa. So maybe oh. not the first movie I've ever seen, but it was in that time period of like making movies that blow your mind. Yeah. So, you know, usually we talk about things being inspired by things. Oh, yeah. Um, 
I don't know if you knew this, Michael. This was not a theme park ride. Aww. They never made a Sixth Sense or coaster. It wasn't at Disneyland. It wasn't at Disneyland. That's Are too you bad. Sure? We did. We were talking about uh, this is the end a while back, mm-hmm. and they did actually make a Universal ride <laughs> for Horror yeah. Nights. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So theme parks uh, not out of the question, but this is very interesting, and I think you're really going to like this, Michael. I found okay. out today blew my mind that this movie was inspired by something it was inspired by a little nickelodeon television show called are you afraid of the dark what i know that uh, it was it was inspired by season three episode 10 called the tale of the dream girl and that's what this entire movie was inspired by that's straight from Shyamalan. that's cool oh my gosh yeah that's cool is that neat so uh yeah but Fiona, what was her last name? And are you no? That was that was so weird. I was thinking of Are you afraid of the dark? Was like the tales for the crypt, tales yeah, of the crypt yeah. for the kids, right? Yeah. yeah. Anyways, so that's been interesting trivia there, um, which is why you should see it if you like that show. You like Nickelodeon, Kelsey? Um, I did once. I was like I said, so I was very protected by my parents with what I was able to access through the media. And I don't think we had Nickelodeon until I was probably 12 or 13. Mm -hmm. So I would be down to find those and quarantine binge. Those like 90s episodes, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Mm -hmm. Get some So are you? Are you afraid of the dark? Um, I mean, you saw that I triple locked the, the... the front door the other day because I thought that I saw I saw my own shadow in the window when it was dark and then I went and locked. We live on the top floor of the building and you, there's no elevator. <laughs> like no one's coming up here. <laughs> like no one's coming up six flights of stairs just to scare me. But yeah, I like I did I did I did scare myself with my own reflection moving in the okay. window the other night. <laughs> so. So I will get spooked, but I also listen to a lot of podcasts about murder, so oh. I don't know. Yeah. No, you'll probably be fine because honestly, I would say this isn't even a horror film. And I, I don't like horror films and I love this one. So that says something. But also uh, Haley Joel Osmond's dad helped him with the audition and he forced him to, I believe, read the script twice over, not just his parts, but the entire script to fully understand the context of the character and he told his son Haley he said this is not a horror film this is a movie about communication and that is the theme and it's very true I mean there are a lot of lessons to be learned in this film and the way it's put together really emphasizes how important communication really is and um, and yeah, there are some jump scares, but it's not a horrific thing. It's no the grudge or something like that. No, I, I it's funny you say that, Michael, because it really was something I don't think I've to this day have ever seen anything to the level of the sixth sense in the way that it is. It's very cool how it's filmed. Not even like the story, just the way they film it. It's one of those movies that you want to watch a second time because there's so many things they do with the film like their use of colors in specific mm-hmm. places are subtly put into places that you're like whoa i didn't notice that and you Got notice it. it's really cool Got it. yeah it's definitely the kind of thing that you need to watch more than once to really fully appreciate because i after doing all this research on it uh man their use of colors and their use of camera movements and angles is just outstanding and so really worth appreciating more than once and 
you know, I think Shyamalan's really good at that. I, I loved in Unbreakable the opening scene with him and he was taking his wedding ring off and flirting with this gal. Um, but the entire conversation was shot through the seats in front of them. And so you just see like this little sliver and just very, very creative camera work. And again, like certain color themes appear a lot in the sixth sense. So um, definitely keep an eye out for that. So when you talk about the colors, is there something you've seen recently that you think plays well with so that I know what I'm walking into? Like, could you compare it to another movie that that did clever things with color? So like, for example, and, and with lighting. So like, for example, um, Little Women did it really well. This 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 year's version of Little Women. Yeah, the coloring, um, the lighting, the way that like the warmth um, of, of flashback scenes and with the cold like starkness of the present time in their in their like in their storytelling mm-hmm. um made it it really assisted the 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 continuation of the story okay yeah no and i would hands down say for me the last 5 years the film adaptation really really did that for me because you could actually see Based on the color of the costumes, the tone of the lighting, you could tell where you were at in the timeline. And because that particular story is told from two perspectives in two directions in time, it really, really enhanced your viewing to know exactly where you were on the timeline based on the colors. And that was that for me, for sure. Yeah, I haven't seen Little Women yet. Uh, the one that I do know, The Shape of Water did it a lot mm-hmm. with with colors and, and, and just like set within the set, like colors yeah. that you don't really realize it until you break it down. You're like, Oh, that, yeah, okay. so it, it very much is. And, and for the sixth sense specifically, it's, it's even less, it's very specific where the colors are okay. and what colors are used. And we'll talk about it after we watch it. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Save it for the review. All right. So fun fact Fun fact about The Sixth Sense, and this one is a bit of a guessing game. So there was another actor who you will have heard of that actually auditioned for the role that Haley Joel Osmond got. Any guesses who that might be? I'm trying to think of who would have been in that same age bracket. He was 11, by the way. He was 11, yeah. So who's... and were they acting and performing at that time? Um, you know, I don't know of anything that this guy was in at that time. The The first time I remember seeing him act was as a teenager who was in love with his cousin. So little 10-year-old Michael Sarah auditioned for that role oh shit. really michael sarah yep yep and here is a picture <gasps> oh of God. him at that Damn age <laughs> i don't think he could have delivered that monologue quite the same way no definitely not and i read that he actually played it way too upbeat in his audition and i can absolutely <laughs> picture that um but no uh and that Shyamalan was was in the casting room and when, when Haley Joel Osment did his audition, apparently Shyamalan said, I will reconsider even doing this project if he's not in it. So Haley Joel Osment 
blew them away. Really great performance. Um, I'm surprised he didn't win any big awards. I mean, he was nominated for so many supporting actor roles. Mm. So give the 11 year old kid a an award, right? Great. Bruce Willis loves him. That's good to know. You know, because I, I also read that uh, that Haley's dad told Bruce Willis, "Go ahead and yell at my kid off off camera." to get him into the emotional state that he needed to be in. So <laughs> it's good to know that he actually appreciated the kid. But yeah, there's a lot to appreciate about the performance, about the cinematography, about the whole process was just flawlessly thought through. Um, and a lot of really cool messages in there to, to unpack. Then I think Kelsey, knowing your background, you're going to, there's, there's a very big therapy par- oh, portion yeah, of yeah. this. Like it's mm. uh, okay. So then, so then for some background on what my, I guess, training and like my career path has been, I have my bachelor's um, of social work oh. and then I have my master's degree in special education with adolescents. And I've always approached all of my education and any of my jobs. I was a high school teacher here in New York city for six years. And now I manage um, schools and their special education compliance. So I manage teachers now and principals um, as well as interact with different different groups of people. And I always approach it from like a social work angle and, and something that I've been diving into for the past year or so of my personal life is doing research on, on trauma and the effects of trauma on um, specifically childhood trauma and how it impacts the physical, mental, emotional, and social parts of your life as you move forward and, and the, you know, there's different types of trauma. There's like capital T trauma that everyone thinks of, but there's like lower, like lower case T trauma as well. Um, that does accumulate. Yeah. Yeah. Think, you know, things that it's like, it might be a common occurrence, but things like bullying, like are traumatic in the moment and, um, do impact you as you move forward. But it, because it's more common, people don't feel comfortable labeling it with that capital letter. You know, they, they don't want to say like, oh, I had a traumatic childhood or a traumatic adolescence, like name, like, it. name it. Yeah, exactly. Name it, work through it. So it'll be interesting to, I'll probably come back with some weird, like family dynamic psych social work, like trauma impact things. I also so I also taught a media literacy course for a while for a few years actually. And so we would talk about different things, but um I used it in a way to really discuss representation with my most my students were all students of color and we were talking about media through the lens of racism, sexism and homophobia. Oh, and wow. so we would look at all of these different pieces. Friends is really uncomfortable to look at <laughs> from uh, from those lenses. We we my, yeah, my midterm exam one time was watching an episode of friends and then unpacking the different like representation um and scene cuts and, and just like some of those things i'm just having them write me a, a paragraph or two about it and having but. an authority on a subject is <laughs> going to be interesting this will be good <laughs> so kelsey have we convinced you are you going to watch the sixth sense with us oh yeah yeah oh i'll watch it i'm down what else am i doing i'm not like going to the fucking club right now <laughs> The club's in here. Club Rona. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Kelsey, you have not seen this movie before. We've established that. But uh, you have heard how it ends. I would, I would love to hear your perspective on the twist ending before we actually start. Okay. Okay. 
So my understanding is that the little boy has been interacting with or seeing or talking to like people who are dead for the the majority of the movie and that um also Bruce Willis's character is dead. Okay. That's so I, I feel like I do know like I have a I I like to spoil things for myself. I like to walk in knowing what I'm gonna watch. Um but but I will say so here's the thing is I don't like scary movies. Like I don't I don't like horror. I don't like jump scares. Like I get really like I read every single spoiler for Annihilation like during the movie. Like oh, wow. I like went to the bathroom and like read it. It's it's so good. It's really see. good. But it's not what you think it no, is. No, it's not at all. But at it all. is very creepy and very strange and scary. Um but beautiful in a weird mm-hmm. way. Oh, gorgeous. Hmm. Is it a horror film then? I can't even put a name to it. Just, it is so weird. And if you do any kind of drug, do a very, very small <laughs> amount of it okay. before you do you, it. You will you will break like, your brain. Like a nibble. Like a teeny, like a no, little, no, no, like no, no, a no, little no. mouse bite. Because <laughs> you don't want to be too far gone. It's for it's this. A, yeah, Annihilation. Good yeah, movie. Yeah, Annihilation is a great movie. So yeah. Um, but I so I do read all the spoilers, but I'm really interested in good storytelling and in in, in um films and and stories that that have higher level messages and that do it well so i think that like when it comes to that that's going to be what i want to talk about yeah anyways yeah so um, what do you think you want to watch it we got the old vhs player we can pop it in oh my gosh you did not just call it a vhs player did you Uh, it is a vcr it has not been that long it's a vcr you're right i'm sorry i've been tainted by the times that's my VCR sound. Oh no, the tape's broken. <laughs> uh, remember rewinders? I do. Be kind, rewind. Yeah, you can't Got do it. that with t- DVDs. I almost called them DVRs. Oh my word, that's a different thing. <laughs> so many acronyms. Acronyms. We're gonna go watch that movie, and yeah. we'll be right back. Sounds talk about it. <laughs> Bye. Bye.